Coming up on Bad Casting, we recast Rogue One, a Star Wars story from 2016. I'm your host, Matt, also known as Matt Combs, and join with me today will be my brother, Tom, from Shake and Not Nerd. Go check out his podcast, and uh, yeah, if you want to support the show, be sure to leave us a review uh, to support the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and yeah, thanks for everybody that has been listening so far. This is episode 20. Let's get stuck into it. Thanks for joining us, Tom. Thank you for having me. Uh, you want to talk about your podcast for a little bit? Sure. I'll just give the normal spiel. All right. I am from Shaken Not Nerd. We are a movies and pop culture podcast. We mainly talk about movies, let's be honest here. Uh, and then we also have Shaken Not Noob, where we talk about video games. So we try and do a little catch-all there and uh, get people with all their different interests. Yes. And what did you just do recently? Uh, so our most recent one was a retro revival where we did... Spider-Man 2, I just remembered. Oh, there That's you go. The I one. saved you there. Thank you very much. And depending on when, when is this episode dropping... Uh, this will be Friday, tomorrow morning. On Friday? Okay, yeah, so we just did Spider-Man 2 and we'll be doing The Princess Bride. Yes. This Monday. I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up with you, actually, because we didn't really watch it growing up. So when did you watch it? Uh, I originally watched that film probably about two years ago, maybe three years ago. Right. So, uh, my lovely lady person was the one who got me to watch it. Um, and I actually enjoyed it for not having watched it as a kid. And oh, it's also, great. Also, I um, have a mission at the moment to find all of the movies that my co-host, Duty hasn't watched that I would define as classics and force him to watch it through our retro revival yep. format because I get to pick them. That's <laughs> Although he's threatening, threatening to pick Multiplicity on me and I don't want to watch that film. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good film. It's a great film. I definitely, I saw it maybe 10 years ago mm. or something like that, uh, but it's a great film, but I do have this memory. It was like, it was one of those movies that you kind of knew of, but never watched because it was, there was an ad for it, a commercial, like on one of the video or the VHS recordings on like at Nana's house, yeah, one yeah. of the movies, there was an ad for it. And I was always like, what is that movie? <laughs> um, great film. Great no, film. All I knew of it was it's like, ah, oh, it's the film with the guy from uh, Robin Rob Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah. <laughs> now from Stranger Things now as well. Ah, I didn't realize he was in Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, he's in season three. I didn't realize that he was still uh, about. He was the guy in the first Saw movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. No, I can totally see that now, but I would not have drawn that connection. Yep. Exactly. Uh, but yes, enough talking about The Princess Bride. We're not recasting that, but we are going to recast Rogue One, a Star Wars story uh, from 2016. A great film, a difficult film to recast, mm. as you have mentioned. Um, I've hit this snag a few times now. I've kind of, uh, it's kind of like, there's like a learning curve to this podcast where you hit like a really difficult movie to recast and then you kind of like, just stop, and then once you get, like, one or two people, it's like, it just clicks, and you're just like, oh, no, I've got this, it's fine. Um, so, one thing that does make the the casting difficult is the three rules that I have set. Uh, 
for the f- podcast format. So rule number one, if you haven't heard the show before, is you can't cast an actor who is already in the film. Rule number two, the casting choices can be good, bad, or funny. And rule number three, the actor or actress can be living or deceased or from any time period. Hmm. Uh, now, there were some actors that came up in this for me where I actually thought, oh, they're still in the Star Wars universe. And whilst that is acceptable, that is fine, I didn't actually do it. I think I have one which I did that. Yeah. Because I couldn't think of anybody else because, yeah, this was extremely difficult. I think maybe that's the problem with sort of the films like this where it's not all like uh, necessarily A-grade celebrities or something. They're, They're more... Some of the people are more new talent and stuff, and they sort of just come in and make that role their own, and it's it's very difficult to yeah. place them. And also, I'm trying to not just pick actors that everybody would have picked, mm. um, which I also think was one of the things when I did the Lord of the Rings episode with you. I was just sort of like, oh, these these are all like top tier actors that I'm putting in these roles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, a lot of the actors I've actually listed are not necessarily top tier. Uh, some of them, like, you, I'm going to probably butcher their names and you might not even know who they are until I actually describe where they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just get the ball rolling and uh, let's start with number one on our list, Jin Erso, originally played by Felicity Jones. Um, I had, she wasn't at the top of my list and then I thought about it more and more and I kind of like the idea of it. I want to see Emma Watson do this role. Emma Watson? I've used her before. Yeah. But I could totally see her doing it. That's an inter- It is really an interesting part for her. I, I can't... I personally, at the moment, I'm trying to envision her in that role because, I mean, what I... Probably any time I link her, it's either... Her performance, obviously, from the Harry Potter series, yeah. or also the sort of tweak that she did and the different acting chops that she did in Perks of Being a Wallflower. For yeah. some reason, those are the two. Those are the two things that sort of resonate to me. Yeah. What What else did she actually? Uh, she was in that Beauty and the Beast remake, which was essentially the same film as the cartoon. Mm. Um, the okay. other one that pops into my head is the. Uh, uh, the James Franco, Seth Rogen. Uh, it's not at uh, World's End. It's this is the end. This is the end. Uh, Which yeah. she just plays herself. <laughs> yep. Um, it, uh, yeah. In hilarious fashion. I, I think. I, I think that would actually would be an interesting role for her, just to see her actually do something a little bit different. Yeah, like she hasn't. She's had those sort of. Moments where she's stood up to the plate in her role to be, you know, heroic and stuff, but not in this sort of aspect. So I think it could work. What are we? What are we thinking? English or American accent? Oh, she has to be English. She was. I I I chose the the uh, the British lead role. Okay. Almost every female in Star Wars is British, (laughs) except Natalie Portman. Didn't know that. <laughs> well, no. I mean, Princess Leia's not British either, but she does kind of... The voice she puts on... Oh, yeah, she, she, has, she has a very proper voice. Yes. One that one that goes in line with the princess. Yes. Um. All right. Want to hear my picaroonie? Yes, I do. 
Uh, so I said, and judge me if you will, Chloe Grace Moretz. Now tell me who, who Chloe is. is. So I'm assuming you've seen Kick-Ass. Yes. She is the girl that plays Hit Girl? Yes. Quite a good choice. I can't picture outside of that Bad Neighbours 2 be- uh, movie. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I don't know that I've actually seen her in that much um, besides those two, to be perfectly honest with you. But I just think that she did play a sort of a badass character in the Kick-Ass series. Yeah, no, she um, did a great job in that role. And she's a good actor, and I just think that she would uh, bring something interesting to that part. Um, I don't think that she's done a lot since Bad Neighbours. I think she she seems like, I don't know, whenever I think of her, I have a very, like, she's a tiny person. And I don't know whether because she is just a little girl in Kick-Ass or not, but I just think she's really small. I do actually. I I get entirely what you mean. So I think that uh, I I actually don't know if she is. I'd be I'd be interested to know because yeah, I don't know how old she was in Kick Ass, but she was definitely fairly young. Like yeah. the difference between Kick Ass One and Kick Ass Two, she hmm. is considerably different. Well, her known for movies on IMDb, uh, excluding Kick Ass, is the Five or the Fifth Wave, which I've never seen. Um, she's in Carrie, the remake. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she was in another remake, Let Me In, which I refuse to watch. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't think I've seen the original. You've never seen Let the Right One In? Nope. Oh, it's a great film. Yeah? Super messed up. <laughs> um, it's very good, though. Okay. Very good, very good. Um, so I don't know how she did in that Let Me In movie, but and I will never know because I'm not going to watch it. Um, but if you want to watch a good film about vampires... Let the right one in. Oh, I do like vampires. Uh, yeah, it's twisted. Uh, I also had for an honourable mention, um, now you might, I'm going to say this name and you're pretty much going to go, who? Um, so I had Lauren Cohen, who plays Maggie. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> who plays Maggie in The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, she's also British. Um, you know, falling in line with the whole uh, British lead. Uh, she also plays, like, Martha Wayne for two seconds in Batman v Superman. Yeah, which I was actually really excited to see. I was more excited to see her playing the Joker. That's what I meant. Yeah. I feel like she would have done an actual really good Joker if they decided to do Flashpoint. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Damn you, Warner Brothers. Yep. Just like, uh, what's his face? I've forgotten his name. Oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's the guy. Thanks. Also from The Walking Dead. Um... (laughs) Did you have any honourable mentions for Jin? Um, I will say my honor, uh, one, uh, one of the choices that popped into my head that I originally thought of and then I thought better of, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was the first one that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after my, my feelings with her and uh, Mystique, yes, yeah. uh, I thought better of it. And I went, no, no, you're not allowed near one of the franchises that I love again. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the Hunger Games movies. But yeah, X Men. But she had like a a bit of a tiff with the with uh, Fox about her contract and stuff like that for that for those movies, and she didn't want to be in them. Uh, but I don't think she was very good in the first one either. So 
No, I don't. I don't think she brought a lot to that character. Not in comparison to the other actress who played her in the original ones, because I think that she did a really good job, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then, lastly, I'm, I mentioned her in a, a previous episode not too long ago, and I'm really like backpedaling on my decision to even list her. I had Elijah Dushko, who plays okay. Faith in Buffy. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Um, um, also from... Bring It On. Bring It On and Dollhouse. Yeah. No, I, I, I can see it. I liked her as Faith in Buffy. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that hate her because of Dollhouse. Right. Because <laughs> they think that... I've heard people say that they reckon that that was cancelled because she didn't have the acting range to actually accomplish what the part required. Oh, I've, I've never seen Dollhouse, so I've... Wouldn't be able to uh, contribute to that. Did you have any other honourable mentions for Jin? No, I did not. Okay, that's all right. Let's move on to a very difficult role to recast because I feel like this actor nailed the role. Cassian Andor, uh, originally played by Diego Luna. Mm, Nailed the role so much that they're giving him a TV series. Yes, and I'm glad to see that that's happening because... I really like his character, and I think his character is, he's like an onion, and he has layers. Um, <laughs> well, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with that TV series, because if they show him developing in a certain way during the TV series, I feel like it may take away from the movie itself, because he sort of does have a pr- quite complete arc in the way that he changes from the start of the film to the end of the film. So, which means I feel like the TV series has to be him being that more ruthless character that shot the guy in the alleyway. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, So, as you say, as you mentioned that, so I've rewatched most of the film before starting this recording. And he argues with Jin at one point and he says that he's been part of the rebellion since he was, I think, six years old. So, his whole, pretty much his whole life. Mm. So, he's going to be damaged already. Yeah. But how damn Like, I was kind of... Up until re-watching and getting that little nugget of information, I was kind of keen to see him not be so cutthroat and become that. But now, knowing that he's been in the Rebellion since he was six years old, it makes me wonder, like, are yeah. we going to see that? Yeah, that's a fair thing. I, I I feel like that would be a very interesting dynamic if they actually introduced that in the show and had some form of flashbacks to see you actually him, I don't know, doing sabotage missions as a teenager sort of thing and yeah. actually seeing how that actually corrupts him. Yeah, well, just yeah, I think that that's the best way you could tell a story with this character is actually having him be more innocent and, you know, being more optimistic and have like a, you know... He needs to have something bad happen in his life mm. that turns... The same sort of thing that they were kind of sh- trying to do with Solo. Yeah. Where they were trying to go, you know, he's this upbeat guy and then he has this relationship. Like, he had this relationship, it's gone, then it comes back and then she's meant to sort of flip the script on him and he kind of and kind of gets, like, you know, closed off. Mm. At least that's the Im- that's the impression I got from that film. What they were trying to do with Han Solo's character is they're trying to go, yeah, look at how he was, and then he becomes this because this happens. Um, 
So maybe that's what they're trying to do with this character. But let's get stuck into recasting Cassian. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I have a late addition to my list. Number one, Joe Manganiello. Oh, okay. Yeah, Joe Manganiello could be an interesting one. He'd be a different physical presence on the screen, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he definitely would be. I don't know whether I've actually seen him in that too much of that sort of character either. Um, I mean, I know him mostly from True Blood. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, True Blood's probably because I'm trying to pinpoint in my head what else that, that he's in. I know that he he played uh, uh, he played Flash in uh, the original Spider Man. Yes, he did. Who I might add, people on the set were trying to pay him money or something to punch, accidentally punch. Uh, yeah, it is true. Uh, Toby Maguire in, in the face. Yes. I had heard that story also. Apparently, Toby Maguire was not the best person to work with on the set. No. Um, but yeah, like looking at his list of accomplishments, like he's he's done the rounds of like American. TV shows, Las Vegas, CSI, uh, ER, uh, another CSI Miami, but then, you know, True Blood was probably one of his bigger roles. Apparently he was in How I Met Your Mother and a few other little things. I'm saying kudos to that man for him being on so many people's radar because I feel like that's a name that a lot of people recognize and it sounds like just mainly his big thing was True Blood. Yeah. Although uh, I am also, once again, disappointed in Warner Brothers because I would have been very interested to see him as Deathstroke. Yes, I think that would have been a perfect role. I think he's also on a lot of people's radar because of his appearance in uh, that Magic Mike business. Ah, yes. Um, But yes, who did you have for Cassian? Um, So I went, and maybe I was a little inspired by the previous episode that I was on, I went Mm -hmm. Viggo Mortensen. Oh. Oh, very good. He was in my Cassian, and then I relocated him somewhere else. So oh. Vigo will come eventually, but not for Cassian. But I did think he'd be good for the role. Sort of Lord of the Rings era. Yeah, long hair. He has to have long hair. I also feel like he has to do the same treatment as Lord of the Rings for some reason and have the uh, dyed hair and dyed beard. Yes. Yes. There's a, There's a look that is required. It does seem very bizarre, knowing him from Lord of the Rings and then seeing him in other films where he's actually got his natural hair and you're just like, wow, they must have gone to so much effort to dye that man's beard. Because he's got blonde hair and a blonde beard. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But he killed it. He was one of the best parts of that film, of those films. He was. uh, So, yes, we will bring uh, Vigo back into the mix a little bit later. Uh, an honourable mention I had uh, was Dominic Cooper, who uh, plays Preacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. He also plays Howard Stark in the original, uh, in the first Captain America. And oh, then yeah. he's played by a different actor every other time. Um, well, it's interesting. Him as an actor, and I don't know what, like, I, so I am probably still about halfway through Preacher. I still need to go back and revisit it and finish it. Um, sorry, halfway through season one. Yeah. I like him in Preacher. Yep. In most of the other things that I see him in, I don't particularly like him. I don't know why. Um, there's another film that he was in. 
And maybe I'm getting him confused with someone. No, he is. The Devil's Double, which uh, from memory, I actually did enjoy the film. Okay. And it's like, he looks a lot like some sort of... um, It's in relation to Saddam Hussein's son. And he looks like... He's meant to look a lot like he like like a dead ringer for, and they 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 take him out or something, um, but no, I remember it being a very good film. I can't remember what actually happens in the film because it's been, you know, eight years since I've seen it or something like that. But it was actually a really good film, so I'd okay. like to see. I'd be interested to see how he would go in the role. Um, yeah. Did you have any honorable mentions for Cassian? Um. I said, "Why? Why not? Just do it. Just do it. Just get Harrison Ford back in. <laughs> Perfect. He is. He is the Harrison Ford of the uh, of the movie. That's pretty, for sure. Pretty much. That's what the character is. It's a Han Solo. Yep. It's more Han Solo than so- than Han Solo is in Solo. Well, he's he's like I said, he's great. And I was like, I was kind of disappointed that they killed him off." Because I was kind of like, I was, and that's why I'm excited for the TV series. Because I was like, I would like to see more of this character. Because mm. he seems interesting. The fact that he killed that guy at the start of the movie because he couldn't climb. Yeah. Made that character so interesting. No, it, I, I think it'll be a really good series. Yeah. I'm uh, definitely going to get my hands on Disney Plus when that first comes out. Yes. And lastly, my last honorable mention, and I think it's my only. Oh no, I've got a few, a couple of other little random ones, but this is probably my most hilarious one. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. <laughs> Could you imagine him in that role? I do have Danny Trejo in my list, but just somewhere else. Oh really? Oh um, no, I know who it is now. <laughs> My brain's ticked away and I know who that is. <laughs> we'll get to it. You didn't have any other honorable mentions? I did not. Okay, cool. Let's move on to K2SO. Clearly, we will just be uh, recasting the voice. And he was originally voiced by Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a few different ones for this. But my first one, and they mu- this he has to be the same character when he does the voice. I have uh, how how am I gonna say his surname? Richard Ayoda. Ayoda. Ayoadi. There you go. Thank you. I'm glad you knew how to pronounce it. <laughs> For those that don't know who that is, that's Moss from the IT crowd. <laughs> I I rate that. That, that. That's actually a fantastic pick. <laughs> it would be a very different character. Oh no! Oh, I don't think it would actually. No. No, I think. Yeah, no, I rate that. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> My last honourable mention will change the character quite dramatically. Uh, who did you have? Uh, so, I don't actually know how much uh, UK television you watch. So, I don't know whether this guy's actually been in many TV shows or movies, but he runs, uh, or like as an actor, mm-hmm. but he does his own TV show. Graham Norton. Graham Norton. Yes, I know who Graham Norton is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know. I just thought Graham Norton just has such an atmosphere to him and just in his voice that I feel like he would actually just be hilarious yeah. playing a voiceover for a robot. I like that. I like that pick a lot. I would never have thought of it. And I like that. <laughs> That's a really good pick. 
because I like watching his videos on YouTube, like the clips of his interviews and stuff. Like oh, he does, he does good interviews. Mm, he does. Um, he does bring an element of fun to everything. Uh, I had just to uh, shout out to Liam from Miscellaneous. He likes to use this char- this actor a hell of a lot. You could totally put Tilda Swinton in there. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton could totally do the voice of K two S O. It would probably sound a lot like the uh, the droid in Solo, the one that gets put into the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Um, but you could totally use her. Yeah, no, I, I, I could see that. She, yep. she is very versatile and she's got a good voice for that sort of thing. So yeah. yeah. No, totally. I could see that. Yeah. Did you have anyone else? Uh, so I am going to give an honorable mention that I will say that I got from one of my co-hosts. Mm-hmm. I cheated. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Iago. Oh, Iago. <laughs> it's just before you said it, like twigged who it was. Yeah, I did actually look at that. I'm not gonna lie. I actually considered putting him in there, and <laughs> man, that would dramatically change. His voice is so jarring, but it's fantastic. It is. It's bizarre. It is a strange voice to hear. He's a strange it man. It definitely suits him it suits him though. When you see him, you're like, Yep. You 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 sound like you look. And he actually, like a crazy man. And he actually does that uh oh, what's it called? The the paid service where you can get yeah. actors to yeah, read things out for you and yeah. he does it. <laughs> Lachlan um paid paid him to do it. From picture this Yes. Uh my last honorable mention, Billy Crystal. Ah, uh, yep. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> These are the jokes, kid. <laughs> that was a terrible impression. More of a quote than an uh, actual impression. No, uh, <laughs> the, the, because of the, I've got the Princess Bride on my head, I've just gone straight to the Princess Bride where he plays the old man. Yeah. <laughs> and in that, he's fantastic. I would I would love that as a voice. <gasps> the... The Spanish guy from Princess Bride for Cassian. Oh, Hello. yeah. My name is Amigo Mentoye. That's his name. <laughs> I just needed to get into the quote. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yep. It would totally work. Yeah. He, he wins. He wins out of everyone suggested for that. This is now an episode of uh, Who Spiked the Puns, where we are now mixing the Princess Bride and Solo. And not Solo. We're a guan. <laughs> uh, did you have anyone else for K2? I did not. Okay, let's move on to now. Oh, God damn it. I watched the movie and I was like, all right, take note how to pronounce it. I don't know how to say Donnie Yen's character's name. I'm assuming it's Chirut Imwe. It is Imwe. But yeah. Yeah. To be honest, when I wrote these down and I don't know why I had a go at it first, I sort of sat there and went, thank God you're the person who actually has to read out these names. I used to love that Giuseppe did it because I didn't have to do it. <laughs> Unless I cast someone whose name I'm like cringing about, like the second one on my list for this one. Um, so I went and did a gender swap for this character for my first pick. I chose Michelle Yao, who... Ooh. So she's Crash and Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's oh, okay. uh, 
in he's a complete opposite end of the spectrum because it's the last movie I watched that she was in. She's in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, she's the mm-hmm. mother of the uh, male lead, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, she's also in Star Trek Discovery. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do remember. The, the, I, I know what she looks like. Yeah. To be, to be honest with you, it's been such a long time since I've seen a lot of those films, and I haven't watched Crazy Rich Asians, so I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure how she'd go in that. But she's she, a very she's good the fighter. Martial art. Yeah. It's chops. Yeah. So, and I think that's probably the most important. Well, yes. thing About this role, everyone I considered for this section of this character was like, I need them to be able to fight. Mm. Well, there needs to be a scene where they're surrounded and they need to take out a, like a large number of people. Yeah. So that was obviously taken into consideration. Mm. Who did you have? Uh, so I'll be honest with you. The, the next three uh, uh, choices, including this one, were probably one of the ones that I found the hardest to sort of put together. Um, as such, I don't have any honourable mentions for them. I just have the main ones. So uh-huh. I'll just put that straight out there. Yep. Uh, I said for him, um, younger Jackie Chan. Ah, that's good. Own stunt work. Yep. That man was insane. If you actually see some of the work that he did in the movies that he did in Hong Kong, yeah. he damn right almost killed himself yeah. many, many times. There's actually an episode that he's on. I think he's on Graham Norton where he shows that he uh, that he can like sort of move the bones in his shoulder. Uh, uh. <laughs> and he was like, oh, "The doctor told me to come back the next day. I never went back. I'm too busy." <laughs> <laughs> that man is hilarious. He like is. one of my favorite things to do, like was from like my favorite experience of watching the Rush Hour movies was just waiting for the credits and watching the the bloopers. Yeah, I found like. It's just a joy to watch. Well, the, the thing that I love about, it, especially the first rush hour in um, the the well, the credits that it goes through, is that at that point in time, that was probably one of his. I think that was one of the most English that he had to speak in a Western film. Yeah, and he did not speak English. Like he was not fluent in English, so he actually sort of like learnt the lines and then said them. So a lot of the stuff that he's saying in those credits, other people are just telling him to say. He doesn't actually know what they mean. Oh. <laughs> like that's like when, he, when in one of the scenes where he's like, I want to watch a dirty movie. I want to watch a one with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> he actually doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, that's cruel. Um, okay. And I just realized I did a terrible impression of Jackie Chan in that. Rescind that. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. Uh, okay, I'm cringing at the thought of Hiro Yukai. Hiro Yukai? Hiroki. Hiroki? Hiro. H I R O U or Y U K I. I'll just go Hirokai. Yeah. Shoot. Who's uh, this? Sen. Sanada, Sanada, Frank Sinatra. Gotcha. Yeah. So he was in The Last Samurai. He was in 47 Ronin. He was in a TV show called Helix. He was also the guy that uh, Hawkeye Ronin kills in Endgame. Oh, okay. Yeah, out in the street. Mm hmm. Uh, he's in a lot of films, and you probably just have not really clued on to who he is. But when you see like what you, when you see his face, you're like, "Oh, that guy!" Okay, he's in a lot of films. 
uh, is also a very good martial artist. Uh, and you didn't have any other I did not. honorable mentions. I apologize. So I could have sworn I left. I put these blower uh, blower. I went to say below, and I went blower. Um, derp. I had Bruce Lee, of course. Mm-hmm. Easy pick. He was uh, actually he was somebody that popped into my head. Yeah, and yeah, and I bet you can guess the last person I've got. Uh, Jet Li. That's the guy. That's that's the one. <laughs> Get it? Get it? <gasps> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You no honorable mentions. For him, for you, from you. So mm-hmm. let's move on to Baz Melbus. Uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I know his first name is Baz. I don't know whether that's the pronunciation of his last name, but it makes sense. Originally played by Wen Zhang. Mm-hmm. And did a very good job, I must say. Yeah. Uh, incredibly difficult to cast. I found I have one selection for this. Mm. Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong. Name rings a bell. Remind me. He plays Wong (laughs) in Uh Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's also, he plays Genghis Khan in um, Marco Polo. He's also uh, the head of the assassin school in Deadly Class. He's also in the IT crowd, funny enough. He's like the he's like the um you know how in the IT crowd they have like a advanced underground maths competition where they're oh, all dressed yeah, up as yeah, like yeah, Neo yeah. and no, it's a countdown. He's, yeah. He's street countdown. Yeah. And he's dressed up as Neo. <laughs> That's Benedict Wong. He's just skinny oh, and it, young. It is too. <laughs> he's also in Sunshine. Uh, he he would be good. Yeah. He'd no. be really good in that role. All right, I feel like he'd bring a very similar presence to yes. the same actor. That's why I thought of him. I thought like, ah, you can kind of like interchange that guy for this guy, and it would just work. Mm. Uh, who did you have? Uh, so I think I revealed who I would have picked from this from the ah, one that yes, the you did before. Uh, yes, Mr. Danny Trejo. Yes, and <laughs> I could totally see that working too. Yeah. I think he would. Especially with Jackie Chan. The banter between <laughs> the two of them. That would actually be pretty funny. <laughs> I like, could totally see that. Like when he's like, you know, you, you, oh, he's like, I survived because the force protected him. He's like, I protected you. <laughs> Machete protected you. That would actually be a really funny pairing. I, di- I didn't, it was funny because I actually approached them very much individually. I didn't actually put, put that link between how they no, were together. No, it's only if I cast someone and it's actually a direct relation where I'll go back and apply that. So, like, a couple of times I've done, like, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, mm. or, you know, you go Key and Peel. Yeah. You know, you put one of them in and you're like, oh, is there anywhere I can put them in there just to match them up? Uh, but sometimes it's good to just l- reflect and go, oh, that, that actually works. But I never cast them thinking, will they all work together? Mm. I just look at each individual um, role and just go from that. Uh, otherwise, it would just be way too difficult. Uh, so let's move on to Orson Krennic. Who is he? Commander? 
Uh, I think he is Commander Krennic. No. He's Captain? Isn't he Grand Admiral? I don't think so. Wait, no. No, what, he, he's he's not a moth. Uh, I'm going to say, if Duty is listening to this podcast, he is going to be screaming right now. Um, oh, I, d- I don't actually remember. He's some fancy, uh, some fancy ranking His that rank. requires him to wear a fabulous outfit. Uh, he is a dir- no, oh, director, rank of commander. But he's director, Krennic. But in ground le- level terms, not the naval rank. Director Admiral would presumably be the title to use if uh, measuring his military capability. That's actually the question. Does Star Wars follow the Navy ranking system or the Army ranking system? Because it's a spaceship. This is, is a level a, is of nerdom we do is, not need is to that go a down. Navy? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google that on your own time. Uh <laughs> So, originally played by Ben Mendo Mendelssohn, who I've said it before and I will continue to say it again, the man cannot hold an accent. No. He should just go for the Australian accent. He should. Out there. He should. Although I must say in Captain Marvel, that was very, um, I found it very abrasive. <laughs> like for some, the, his accent just threw me. Yeah. I was just like, that doesn't sound right. What's going on here? And I was like, oh. It's my accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, even that, like, it went, like, British, Australian, somewhere in between. It was all over the place. Mm. Um, but I think almost actually everyone except one of my casting for this are British actors. Okay. Because all the evil men, bar the Emperor and... Uh, Darth Vader are pretty much <laughs> British. <laughs> at least at least in, uh, employed by the Empire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, first off, I have Hugh Laurie. Oh, yeah. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I could say that. He, he, yeah, no, he would do really well in that yep. role. I, I do rate Hugh Laurie. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Especially the fact that he was able to do so many seasons of House and carry that American accent the entire time. Could he carry the limp? Probably didn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair point, fair point. And maybe swap legs every so often. Yeah. Although apparently, apparently that was actually in some episodes he did swap limp and it was deliberate. And it's because he actually would have probably caused damage to his leg had he continued to limp on one leg yeah. like that constantly for what he did. Yeah, yeah. It makes perfect sense. But who did you have for? Uh, so, kept this nice and Australian. And I will say I did get a little bit of help on this. So, thanks, Duty. Uh, <laughs> Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. It's a good pick. Mm. He just, he, his face has, has the look. Yeah. Sort of that that gaunt look. Yep, yep. <laughs> so not as not as gaunt as a CG. Uh, 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 what's his face? Whoever Tarkin was played by. Um, Grandma Tarkin. Uh, it was. What was his? Uh, irrelevant. Uh, Duty can continue to scream. Something Cushing. Alan. Not Alan. <laughs> 
Ellen. 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 That's an Ellen. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Honorable mention time. I have Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally could say that. Yep. What do you have for uh, mention? Krennic was another one that I scraped and didn't actually think of one because like, I, I liked the performance that was there and I found it a very hard one to try and cast. So, so Guy uh, Pierce was the uh, only one I had. It was Peter Cushing. Um, ah. I have quite a few more. I have Jude Law. Mm-hmm. I have Ralph Fiennes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yep. And lastly... Aiden Gillen, who played Littlefinger. In oh, Game wow. No, those are all good picks. Yeah. No, you had a, a plethora there. I find villains very easy to cast. No, fair, fair enough. I don't know why villains come more naturally to me than any other role in movies I've found. Um, so let's move on to Saw Gerrera, originally played by... Mr. Lazy Eye himself, Forrest Whitaker, and what a performance that was. To be fair, I don't think that was his fault. I don't think he should do roles that don't like that are science fiction. I think he should stick to real life acting. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I must say, you say Mr. Lazy Eye himself. Didn't actually notice it. I don't notice it too bad with him. I noticed it really bad with um, in Black Panther. His father has a lazy eye as well. Yes, his father really does. But um, yeah, I just to touch on it again. I just the delivery of his lines in this film, like oh my god! Like I get it. He's meant to. He's he's meant to be, you know, paranoid and like on on the edge of complete. Like he like lost his marbles, but I just wasn't a convincing uh, performance in my opinion. Mm. Uh, so my first pick, and knowing you, this might be a who moment again. Michael K. Williams. Who? So he was Omar in The Wire. He was in Broadwa- Broadwalk Empire, which I've never seen. Um, he was in The Night Of. He's uh, mm, got a giant scar across his face. All In all things that I have not watched. Like... <sighs> I believe you. I, I, feel like he, I feel like he was in um, one of the Call of Duty. Like when they first, when they first started modelling actors for Call of Duty. I'm fairly certain they actually used him. Um, so whilst I'm pulling that up, you just fire away who you had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know <laughs> the man. Uh, yeah, if you, if you don't know, he's, he's been in something I've seen. I haven't seen him from those things, but definitely seen his face before. Uh, so my Saw Guerrera, I had Idris Elba. Ooh, that is a good pick. I was considering him for someone else, but I don't remember who it was, but he's also one of those people that gets said a lot that I have to like try and like avoid because I want like the content to be refreshing. Well, that's the thing. I've never said him before, so he's no, no. That's fine. Like I have to be fully prepared for guests to say something that has been said a million times over. I just need to be conscious of who I pick, um, and yeah. then I full heartedly admit when I do recycle people. 
Um, well, well, that was the thing. So I, I put him here, and I think that uh, in the Shaken Not No chat, Duty suggested him as um, actually to play Cassian. Oh yeah. So he could probably do a good job of Cassian as well. That's true. He is a he is a great actor, so I think he would be good. But that also being said, um, I've forgotten his name. Who was the original actor? Uh, Diego Luna. No, for no, for Saul. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. He is a phenomenal actor too. Yeah, just didn't bring the, the gravitas that he needed. Yes. Uh, and for my only honourable mention for Saul Guerrero, uh, the name I dread saying the most out of my entire list, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Mm, yes. Mm. He plays Mordo in uh, Doctor Strange. He's in Serenity. He's the bad guy in Serenity. He also does the voice for Scar in the new Lion King movie, which uh, I haven't seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's mainly because of his role in Serenity, where he's like this sort of creepy assassin guy that's like the main. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, interesting pick, because so him and the other stuff that I've seen him in, at least he hasn't sort of like... At least his name hasn't popped up on my radar from the performances that I've seen him in. Yeah. Um, in Doctor Strange, I thought he was okay. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see if he actually pops up in the next Doctor Strange, but no. he's m- Well, he's meant to rock up again, that's for sure. We yes. shall see. Ah, uh, well, let's be honest, it's not the first time that they've teased the villain and then uh, completely just left it off. Yes, that's true. Although it looks like the Mandarin may actually be re- rearing his head. Yeah, well, that is actually happening. Mm. Um, did you have any honorable mentions for? Uh, look, yeah, but none that I actually think are even worth mentioning. To be perfectly honest, I, th- I think I'm just going to stick with Idris. Oh, okay. No, no. no okay. Worries. Fair enough. Uh, so moving on, we had Brody Rook, originally played by Riz Ahmed, who was completely wasted in the Venom movie. He's a very talented actor, and my God, he was awful in Venom. Yeah, I don't know whether that was the way that he was told to act or the way that he chose to act that role. He's a good actor. I've, like, the night of, he is phenomenal. Okay. He's very good in that. Uh, So, the night of, it's like a mini HBO TV series, and he is really good in that. Mm. And... he shows a complete range that most actors don't get to do in a role. And he kills it. Okay. So that's why I was like, I, I guess it was another reason why I hated Venom so much is because I'm like, he's so good. And that was so bad. <laughs> um, so if anyone's listening and you're looking for a TV series that you don't have to commit to for a long term, Night Of, it's fantastic. Um, who did you have? Oh, sorry, I haven't even said who I had. Yeah, I was about to say another name. I've, I've, I have a plethora of names that I can't pronounce today. I have another British actor, and I don't know. He just reminds me of him because this was a ca- this was a character that I found hard to cast for. Um, Shaz Shazad Latif who he plays um 
he plays Clint Fandango <laughs> in oh. The Toast of London. Okay. Uh, and he's he plays Ash uh, Tyler in Star Trek Just Discovery. And he speaks Klingon quite well. Uh, <laughs> no, I've never actually... Uh, I should really go back to Star Trek Discovery. I did enjoy what I watched of that. Oh, it's phenomenal. Uh, no, in, in, interesting choice. Not not one that I actually would have would have popped into my head, um, but then again, never actually don't think I've actually ever heard the man's name before. So uh, no, no I didn't know his name. You know. Now now you do. I mean, I know him as Clem Fandango. <laughs> can you hear me? Hello, Stephen. Stephen, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who did you have? Uh, so I had maybe a bit of a left field pick, but I don't know why. I just, I, I just felt like this character sort of the way maybe even the actor portrayed him sort of, he was a bit, a little bit of a coward who, well, he wasn't a coward because he was going against something, but he sort of had that cowardice to him in a way. Maybe it was the treatment that he had from the, uh, Gullet, or what is it? The the Some, it is gullet. It, there's something before it, but it is gullet. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure whether you rewatching the film more recently than me would say that he had that sort of cowardice to a certain degree about him. Um, not so much. No, I know what you're talking about because I did think that, but I, but rewatching it was kind of like, oh no, like, you know, he's pretty much like. He's just, I defected, I defected, like, you know, I can't do anything else. Okay. Okay. So, so I went an actor that I think could portray that element of it and sort of come through and just be strong and sort of save the day or um, help out the crew. Um, and once again, maybe, maybe leaning on the last episode that I was on, I said Elijah Wood. Interesting. Cause yeah. I could see him doing that. Ah, oh, the man needs work. <laughs> Give it to him. I I actually have no idea what that man is up to at the moment. Uh, I, know no. I liked season one of Dirk Gently, and then I went to watch like I really like season one. Like it's it's a show that like you need to commit to watching the entire first season mm. because the way that it ends ties into the sort of way that it starts, and it's amazing how they how it all works. Okay, it's super weird, and the first couple of episodes you'll be like. Mm. And then once you once you finish that season, you're like, oh my god, that's brilliant writing. And then season two, I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I'll have to give it a go then. I have actually seen Dirk Gently on uh, Netflix. Yes. Netflix. Yep. Um, but when I was actually having a look at it, I didn't didn't tickle my fancy. Yeah. So, uh, Given that it only has eighteen episodes all up, I'm assuming it has been. Cancelled. Yes. Well, it sounds much like because it's been out for a while now, hasn't it? A couple of years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, don't. Uh, I think you could probably just watch the first season and be like, "Well, that was pretty good." Okay. Uh, and for an honourable mention, I had Dylan O'Brien, who is the lead from the Maze Runner. Ah, yes, that film that I've seen. <laughs> That one. Know it well. He was also the main character in a movie that didn't do too well with um uh, what's Michael Keaton actually? American Assassin. Oh, okay. 
No, I don't think I've seen that one either. Wow. You're picking all these actors from things that I have not seen. I, I apologize for just being like, nope, nope, <laughs> don't know that guy. Yeah, don't so know that guy. Do you have any honorable mentions for uh, Brody? The hell with it. I said Elijah Wood may as well say Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They're interchangeable. Why not? Yeah, why not? Just swap them. Okay. All the time. Yep. Makes Easy. sense. <laughs> all right. Let's let's do the last on our list. Let's do Galen Erso, originally played by Mads Mikkelsen. Another one that I found extremely difficult. Yes. Well, going back to what I said before, and I haven't said his name yet, this is my Vigo. Ah. Oh, very good. Current day, mi- current day Vigo for this. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yep. I can definitely see that. And I know that... Um, I mean, like, he doesn't actually get that much screen time, does he? He gets a little screen time. Because he's in the start, then he's in the hologram, and then he's in the next scene where he ends up dying. Okay. So there's three different scenes that he's in, I think. Unless I'm forgetting something else. But I feel like they're the they're three that he's in. Yeah. So he's he's in three separate scenes. But you're right, he's not in that much. Mm. Um, but who did you have? Uh, so here was the one that I actually did cast who was in another Star Wars film. He is in The Force Awakens. Um, Max von Sydow, I think his last name is. Is that the guy at the start? Yes. Ah. The old guy at the start. I don't, I don't know. For some reason, he just popped into my head and I couldn't get him out of my head. I tried to find somebody else and I was like, ah, he works. And, I mean, a little bit, uh, a bit younger, but uh, let's be honest, he doesn't need to be the same age as um, Mads. And no. I think that that, that guy, so he carries a gravitas with him. He just has an atmosphere to him. It's funny that you say gravitas because he looks like he's like being defeated by gravity. <laughs> <laughs> like his, his mouth is just pulling down to the ground. <laughs> Maybe a little, but it, yeah, no. He has an atmosphere that I feel like he brings with him to the screen, which I think is probably the reason why J.J. Abrams had him at the start of the Force Awakens, mm. and why I'm pretty sure that he probably has a backstory in the actual expanded canon. Yeah. Actually, I know he does. Uh so okay. I think yeah, he would just bring an atmosphere to that character. Whether or not it would be a good or a bad atmosphere, that would depend. But, um, yeah. Cool. Yep. I don't know if I can picture it, but don't always have to. Uh, it, just, it just came to me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three-eyed raven. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions for I'll be honest with you. Mr. Erso? I did not. Neither did I. Oh, good. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, it's the last one. Should have an honorable mention. Don't have any. Nope. Uh, make one up. It was uh, m- mm, uh, Elijah Wood again. <laughs> no, it's more like it's 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 10 p.m. and I'm tired and I'm glad that you didn't. That's my response. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not 10 p.m. It's whatever time they're listening. Yes. Energy. You're, you're listening to us live continuously and we will continue to talk whilst you turn this off and when you play again we'll just happen to be right where you were speaking or listening it's true we work we work like the uh, the cards that come in the uh, chocolate frogs from harry potter no we're more like the toys from toy story 
Um, but in reverse. In reverse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, we come to life when only when you open your podcast app. <laughs> I'm with it. I dig so, it. If you want to turn us off and give us a little bit of a break, you should do that and you can go find Shaken Not Nerd on your podcast app or find them where, social media-wise. We are everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What else is there? We're on it. YouTube. Probably not. YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube. You are on YouTube. We are on YouTube. We go to cons. Check out our con videos. Yes, you do. If you want to see the uh, Australian cons, if you're not Australian, or if you are Australian, go look at the cons. Conventions. Nah. Not convicts. Why not both? But can not us? We got both. We got convicts. <laughs> we, got co- we got conventions. <laughs> you got them, we sell them. Yes. Alrighty. So, if you want to support the show, do exactly what Tom just said, but do it for bad casting as well. And uh, if you like the show, leave us a review. And if you do like the show, thank you. Thanks for your support. I like you. And see you later. Ladies. <laughs>